Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we will be talking about postponing a wedding during the pandemic, tips for shopping on a budget, and our girl-to-girl segment covering toxic positivity. Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning Recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself. So try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and Dream Well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's G-J-W-T at morelabs.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. Okay, so postponing a wedding during the pandemic. Not the most ideal situation to be going through. This past weekend would have been my wedding, which was so bittersweet, I guess. And the fact I was just going to say that. Was it bittersweet? Yeah, it was. It was sad in that it could have been a time to be building these very full memories with family and friends, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, knowing that by postponing it, you're keeping them safe and not putting them at risk. I think it's very responsible of you to postpone your wedding. Yeah. Not trying to make the local headlines or the national headlines for being a super spreader event. So definitely glad that we've postponed. Right. Some of the known challenges of postponing a wedding is obviously just you have to coordinate with your already locked in vendors on your new date and fingers crossed, hope that they're not already booked Mm -hmm. for that new date. If they are booked, then you run the risk of losing your first payment and having to switch to a now new vendor Luckily, all of our vendors that we had locked in under contract were thankfully available for a new date. So that known challenge was rather smooth. 
So, yeah, I think if you're if you decided you were going to have a wedding, you had to be very quick on it to reschedule. Like just seeing how things play out was not ideal or a smart thing to do. You just need to be on top of it. And I'm glad you were because things don't seem like they changed at all. They actually kept going down and then right back up. So yep. And it was one of those scenarios where it's like, how far out is quote unquote safe enough for us to lock in. Right. You don't want to only bump it out by six months and looking at the trending around the U S I mean, we're not going in the right direction to be having large gatherings during that time frame. but exactly things change very quickly, but it's one of those scenarios where it's better to be on the safe side of things and maybe overshoot what you were originally thinking. Uh, some other brides that I've seen, they have postponed their wedding reception to happen at a later time, but have done their actual ceremony portion during this quarantine frame or quarantine okay. time frame. So it's either been just them and their significant other and the officiant or their very tight immediate family has come together and they've done a small ceremony to kind of get the legal part of things done, but then saving the big celebration and party portion of the wedding for another time, whenever it's safe. Which I, th- I think that's a great way to go. And elopements are also big and on the rise these days. So sometimes it's nice if you wanted just to get away with your loved one and just go elope in the mountains or go elope on the beach and surprise your family that you're now married. That's another thing that you could do. Yeah, I think this is also a good time, especially for people who just can't throw money on a wedding, just whatever. This is a good time to save more money and spread out your money instead of just having to bulk it up in such a short amount of time. Now you have two years instead of just one year to get those payments in. I do have to say that's pretty nice and that you have the ability now to, if you wanted to fully pay off some of the vendors and kind of take the risk of not waiting till it's 30 days out, but having them fully paid. So you're not doing all of those last minute payments at the same time. You're right. That is absolutely an option. And it's nice to have that as an option. What are some unforeseen challenges? Unforeseen challenges, just like the emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go from being like saddened by the fact that you would have to shift your date to annoyed slash frustrated because you just put in all that freaking work and now you're going to have to go and modify things or you're having to deal with people constantly asking you questions. And then the other side is like relief because now you have a longer period of time to plan things, but then also you have to like stay on top of things because you don't want to slack and then realize, holy shit, I'm two months out from the wedding and I don't have a caterer or something like that. So time management, use those Google calendars to set reminders of when you need to get things accomplished or when you need to like revisit items. I think those are some tips that I would have for others that are going through the similar scenario. I think it's also um, gives you a good amount of time to maybe go for goals or reach your goals that you specifically had for your wedding. Like maybe you want your body 
to look a certain way. Maybe your skin's breaking out and you want it to be perfect by the time you get married. So you have a lot of time to do that. That is so true because honestly, my skin is not in tip top condition because of all of the maskne that I'm having. So I'm thankful that I did not have my wedding this past weekend because I would have had to use a shit ton of concealer to cover <laughs> these things up. But like you said, yes, it gives you the opportunity to where now you can like space it out a little bit more. Right. And still mm-hmm. make it more achievable rather than maybe doing like crash diets or I don't know, whatever those crazy things that brides tend to do before a wedding just to get into that quote unquote perfection. When you guys, yeah. you guys, you're perfect as is. I think also you just have to really think about how the whole world has basically stopped. It's not just you. You have to focus on the whole world has basically literally stopped. So it's not something you can control and you need to realize that. Absolutely. And you're not alone out there. So there's plenty of others that are going through it and ride out this struggle bus together. Okay, next segment is tips for shopping on a budget. Now, we're not going into stores as much anymore. At least I'm not. I don't know about you, Nay, but I'm staying out of stores. Online shopping is a lot easier for you to save because you have different apps where you can track the pricing of an item that you maybe are looking at. First one is Shop Tagger, which I love. If I'm looking at, say, a leather jacket, I've been looking to get one. And there's one for Mango that I have my eye on. So I tracked it to be informed when the prices go up or down or if there's a coupon I can use. So that's a good option, Shop Tagger. Okay. And that works on your phone or is it a desktop app? It works on your phone and you can have it as a Safari extension or Google extension. So when you're shopping on your computer, you just add it to your list and you can separate it into different lists. That's awesome. And um, yeah, it's very helpful. I've had similar experiences with Honey and that it does that tracking and will apply coupons at the checkout um, depending Mm -hmm. upon what store that you're ordering from but it is only available on pcs or on computers like they don't have a phone app version of it hoping that they come out with that but it now it's almost better that it only works on the computer because it forces me to if i'm wanting to get the best deal i have to actually sit down pull out my computer to place an order which a lot of the times i'm thinking to myself do i really need to be ordering this Because Mm -hmm. I'm having to go through that full process versus my phone, I could just be brushing my teeth and placing an order and boom, before you know it, I have packages arriving to my door. But I didn't get the coupons that I could have if I did with my computer. So I end up – I do end up saving money even though it may be like a slight pain or a nuisance to have to pull out my computer before purchasing. Yeah, I agree. Another one is Retail Me Not. They have a bunch of coupons on there too. I actually used that before Honey came out and that was a lifesaver. So that's another place to look for coupons and also signing up for rewards if any Mm -hmm. of the stores you shop at have like email sign up. Another good way. 
Oh, student discounts too. I haven't been a student for about six years now. I haven't been a student for a while, but I still use my student discount code, especially on ASOS. So that's another tip as well. Ooh, nice. Yes. And there's also, I I think a good way to save money is to use like thrift shops Mm -hmm. or places like ThreadUp where you're buying previously worn or previously loved clothing because then you're still getting those items that you were ideally looking for but at a reduced price. So just thinking ahead, like, do you really need it to be brand new with tags on or is it okay if it's been worn and washed like once? Like, come on. There's some there's some products that are on ThreadUp that are new with tags and you get them for a significantly reduced price compared to if you bought them brand new from the actual originating store. And it's you're still going you're still going to be paying it's going to be more than if you were buying something from let's say Goodwill. Like that type of secondhand store, you're obviously going to be getting things for a ridiculously cheap price whereas thread up you're going to be getting slightly more of a markup because they still have to make a profit off of it. Um, so yeah, going for the ones that are more, more with tags on and less loved, I guess that's the way of putting it. Less loved is definitely the best way to go to get like the best bang for your buck. Uh, but it's one of those scenarios where if you're looking for something specific, they may not have it. And if that's the case, then <laughs> use retail me not use honey, use all those coupon extension shop tagger use all those i mean they're out there for a reason right oh and an an oldie but a goodie is groupon but that's that's going to be more specific towards like services or events i feel like rather than maybe specific products but i think they do have coupons on there for products but yeah you, you can't sleep on groupon i mean there is no reason to be paying full price when you have all of those out there no reason. I mean, unless you've checked every single one of those and there's zero coupons, which I mean, I mean, I guess you're gonna have to pay full price if you want it that bad. <laughs> yes. Or you can check websites if they have either Afterpay or Klarna or QuadPay, I think it's called, and they break up the payment so you don't have to pay all at once. So say I want to get this like $200 bag and I don't want to pay $200 up front, they'll charge me a fourth of that. And every two weeks after that, I get charged a portion going towards the bag. And some of them are interest free. So it's not like you're paying more, you're paying the same price, you're just breaking down the payment. Hmm, That's a good thing to point out. I have noticed that at a couple of the checkouts, but I've never utilized that feature before. Yes, you should definitely try it. Nice. So you guys have no reason to not be saving some moolah out there. Yeah. Oh, and I would also, a way to, I guess, like tips for shopping on a budget would be to utilize like your dollar stores. I mean, you can do a lot of like DIY projects on things that are like in your household or things that you buy from a dollar store or that you get for relatively cheap or in bulk. So don't be sleeping on those DIY projects. There's lots of them that are out there on YouTube. A great YouTuber that I love to follow for his DIYs is Lone Fox, L-O-N-E-F-O-X. And he does 
so many cool DIY projects and it'll be things from like the dollar store things from Ikea that he buys, but he wants to like repurpose into a new trendy piece that he saw in anthropology. And like, it's pretty impressive what he does. That's cool. DIY. That's a good way which you could repurpose some of your items and keep yourself on a tighter budget rather than splurging on those specialty items. Yes. Okay, our final and last segment is the girl-to-girl talk about toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. Now, you might be wondering what the hell that is. I was like that myself, and then the definition made perfect sense to me. So the definition that we got from psychologygroup.com is toxic positivity, the overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state that results in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. Yes, and some of the items that they list on there that could be signs of toxic positivity, just to try to connect that phrase to maybe something that you've experienced or that you've seen others going through. Because me personally, before this episode, I did not know what toxic positivity meant. Yet when I read through this list, it made sense. I just hadn't connected a phrase to these experiences. So some signs of toxic positivity could be, like we said, hiding or masking your true emotions or feelings, uh, trying to just get on with it by dismissing those emotions. Um, Another one is feeling guilty for feeling what you feel. And I think that that one's huge. And that I, I think every one of us have, experience that at some point and you may have pushed it off (laughs) but it's it's a sign of toxic positivity another thing could be minimizing someone's experiences with those feel-good quotes or statements so kind of brushing over what they're experiencing and not allowing them to fully become emotional about it Mm-hmm. And there's a handful of others, but I feel like that should give a good sense as to what exactly signs of po- of toxic positivity are. And it's not healthy for us. It can bring on shame. It can suppress our emotions and isolation and other relational problems can occur just because you're not expressing yourself and you're not being your true self. Yes. And it can cause you to kind of lash out at those that are close to you or your loved ones because you're trying to bottle up what you're really feeling. And like we said, put on that that fake facade of everything's fine. I mean, you got to you got to think about it. We're all human. We all have faults. We all have flaws. We're not perfect 100 percent of the time. And Mm -hmm. as much as we'd want to be, And as much as we try to be on social media by showing our best side, you have to accept that we're human. We're going to have times in which we just crumble. And it's perfectly okay to do that. And it's perfectly okay to go through those emotions. And they have listed on the psychology group, they also had listed some examples of like non-toxic and accepting statements And so like we said, that positive vibes one, that's a very common toxic positivity statement that's used or failure is not an option. Now that one jumped out at me because I'm a perfectionist, a quote unquote perfectionist, knowing that 
damn well, I've failed at several things. So how can you be a perfectionist when you failed at things? So failure is not an option um, that it does not compute. That does <laughs> that does not connect. So that one jumped out at me big time. Um, delete negativity. Don't delete negativity. It's perfectly fine to be negative and experience negative emotions. Just don't let them fully take over your life 100%. And I think we see those phrases used a lot, but there's definitely different ways in which you could rephrase those statements or those comments to someone in which it's no longer toxic and it's more of accepting and validating of their emotions. So a simple one would be, so a toxic version of the statement is look for the silver lining. But then a non-toxic version of the statement is like, I see you and I'm here for you. Yes. It- so it's it's just two different ways of looking at it, but having very significant and different emotional outcomes from that response. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Yes. Yeah, so basically... Toxic positivity is not the way to go and just embrace your emotions, take a breather, step aside or something, go to an empty room. Yes, absolutely. And know that life is about balance and you got to balance out the good emotions. You got to balance out the bad emotions. If you are leaning too far one way by having all of these happy 100% positive emotions, that the balance is about to shift in a dramatic fashion and could end up in a mental breakdown. So just having that balance will keep everything nice and peaceful and you'll get to fully experience your emotions. And if you feel like you're being influenced by someone that may be like triggering you into this toxic positive state, uh, I would just say to set some clear boundaries and flush out who it is or what it is that's causing you to go into those mind states and what changes you can make to get rid of that toxicity. All right. So we're at the end of the episode. What is our quote of the day? Excuses will always be there for you. Opportunity won't. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.